Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Design and Align Your Business podcast. I'm Anna Nichols, and I'm so excited to connect with you about all things human design and how to practically apply it to your business. I'm on a mission to help passionate entrepreneurs uncover their unique gifts, learn how to use them to attract the right clients, and feel confident about the future direction of your business. There are so many ways you can grow your business. The key is figuring out which way is the right way for you. And I'm here to help you to do that using your human design. If you want a spark of fresh energy that will help you design and align your business, then you are in the right place. Let's get this party started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about really the fundamental reason of what keeps our businesses going, and that is the clients. Yes, correct. These are the people that we are serving with our businesses. And it's so funny. So many of the entrepreneurs that I talk to are so focused on the offers that they're putting out, the marketing strategy that they're putting out, all of these pieces that happen as part of business. But then when they're actually talking to the clients, the potential clients, they often feel like they're having to convince people that their offers are good for them or that they're offering a lot of value. And I'm here to tell you that there's a specific reason why that is happening. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how you can stop convincing and start attracting the right clients into your business. So let's dive in. So let's start talking about the piece that most of us have felt at one point or another in our business and is often the thing that keeps us from talking about our business as much as we would like, which is the fact that we fear that we are being slimy or that we feel like we have to convince people of how valuable we are, of how valuable our offers are. And I want to take a minute and help you understand why you might be feeling this way and what is causing this. So that feeling of convincing or the fact that someone might not be interested in the offer that you're putting out and you get sort of that awkward, weird vibe in that conversation It's happening because you and that client are out of alignment. And it could be a variety of factors, which I'm going to talk about here in a few minutes. But I want you to understand that it's possible that that same person might be the right client for you in a different circumstance. Or it could be that that client is not right for you at all. It could also be that that client might be right for you at a different time. So we don't want to dismiss these feelings that we get, but they're so real, right? If you put an offer out there or you talk to somebody about what you are here to do, the services that you offer, you might get a reaction that you don't like. And most people are not so keenly aware of this, but we as entrepreneurs are really sensitive to it, as at least those of us that are really out there trying to build businesses that are in integrity and where we can feel authentically like ourselves. And why this happens, you know, when someone is reacting to you in that way, or that you feel like you're having to convince somebody, it's because, like I said, you and that client are not in alignment. So let's dive into this a little bit more, because I want to teach you how to get back in alignment so you can start attracting the right clients into your business. 
So when I first got into entrepreneurship online, I actually remember taking a course where someone was helping me identify my ideal client avatar. These were fancy words that I heard for the first time in the online space. After getting my business degree, my master's in business, let's just be clear here, they've never called it that in the regular business world, but in the online space, this phrase of ideal client avatar or something like that comes up a lot. So I took this course thinking I would learn something new and I did learn a lot. But what was interesting is this course took me through a lot of demographic, tangible, external things about my potential client. And it was interesting because I was designing the client, sort of imagining who I wanted to serve before I even had clarity on how I was going to serve that client. So you can immediately see that disconnect that I was just creating a person out of thin air, or maybe somebody that I knew or a past version of myself. I am certain you heard all of these things. And when you go through that exercise, you often are identifying a person, but it's only one part of the picture. We need to look at the person deeper on an internal level. And when we actually go through this process to design our ideal client or identify who they are, we need to understand that there may be more than one in our business. The same person may be multiple client avatars for multiple offers as they evolve, as you evolve. So what I want you to hear is that this is a very fluid and evolutionary process. So I don't want you to get so hung up in getting this perfect Just explore what I'm going to share with you here on some of these factors on why you might not be in alignment, why you might feel like you're convincing people or that having that sort of energy of I wanting people to see your value, but it not coming across the way that you desire. Let's explore how we can get you more in alignment in the most authentic way. So a really cool activity exercise that we went through actually in the corporate job that I had. So, right, we are here talking about human design and business and business stems into all different industries. And there's one thing that they did have really down well in that corporate space, which is they had identified the multiple individual people that their business served and had actually come up with little cards that they had an animated little picture that described this person. It had some of that demographic stuff about their age and their job and different components like that. But then it actually talked about some of their personal desires, some of their deep internal wants and needs that the business itself had an offer, had some sort of service that it could fulfill. What I loved about this exercise is when that organization was going to start communicating to people, they actually looked back at that picture, at that little card, and started to think about, okay, how would this individual person respond to what we're saying here? How do we speak to this person to make sure that they are noticing us, that they hear that we can support them? What I want to go into next is to give you actually some factors to consider as you go on this exercise. I'm going to have you do this a little bit later in the podcast because I think this is really important for us. And I want to give you a really tangible takeaway on how you can do this in your business. Let's dive into 
these three big factors that will help you stop convincing people and start attracting the right people. And I want you to just reflect on the questions and the ideas that I'm about to share with you. So the first one is where is this person in their awareness that they need the service that you are providing? So it's so interesting when you are out there and talking to people, whether, you know, it's people I've coached in the, in my local community, in the real world, or if it's people that I have coached online, that concept of awareness of your service is so important because there's sort of three stages to awareness. The first one is that they're aware of the symptoms that they're experiencing. The second one is that they are aware that those symptoms actually mean they have a specific problem. And then the third part is that they recognize that they have a problem and are actually on the path to trying to find solutions. Imagine if you're out there as an entrepreneur trying to promote your services, let's say you're a web designer, and the person that you're talking to already has a website, but maybe it's not set up well, maybe it doesn't have their SEO set up right, maybe the design is off, whatever that might be. Their awareness is not that they need a new website or that that's the right solution for them. They might be experiencing the symptoms, which could include low traffic on their webpage, low clicks, you know, anything like that. And it's our job as entrepreneurs, as business owners, to get really clear on what our potential clients' awareness is of the service. Take it from another perspective where let's say that same person that's having low visibility on their website has maybe their copy isn't great and you're a copywriter. That's two very different business services that could support potentially the same client. But what you need to do through your own lens of the services that you offer is help identify with that client, that potential client, what are the symptoms that they're experiencing? What is the actual problem that they might have that's caused because of those symptoms? And then how do we help them understand that you are the right solution for them? So this first factor, where are the people in their awareness that they need the service that you have to provide? And that's on you to figure out, but not alone. You can interview people, You can do lots of different market research activities to figure this out just by talking to people. And I encourage you first to absolutely do this as you're out there, because once you get clear on this, you'll know how to communicate and speak in a way that actually addresses each of these different stages, whether that's symptoms, problems, or the solution. But if you're trying to talk to somebody who doesn't have that same awareness with the message and the communication that you're giving them, It's 100% going to feel like you're trying to convince them. It's not going to feel organic or authentic. And you might be frustrated. You might be angry. You just, you might be bitter. Like you're not going to feel good about it. So step one, awareness. Think about that. Reflect on the conversations you've been having thus far. The second thing I want you to consider is whether or not you are the right solution and a truly an aligned match for that person, for any person. And let's get a little introspective here. But 
there's a couple of different factors for deciding whether you're an aligned match. One of which could be looking at the offers that you have versus what the client is wanting. Some clients might want to learn how to do the activity. Others might want it done for them. And even if you understand what their problem is and that your services could be a potential solution for them, do they want that solution? I think that's a really important thing to consider because that's where a lot of us often get that feeling of convincing because we forget that the other person, the potential client might have a specific desire, might have a specific vision of how they want that problem solved. Example, whether they want it done quick and fast and are willing to pay someone to just get it done for them, or they might want to take the time to learn how to do it themselves. Or they, you know, even another option is they might want a more luxury, extensive experience that incorporates the solution that you have, but maybe has multiple other layers. So considering that from an offer perspective is one piece of figuring out if you are a match with your potential client and if your services are a potential match. But the other piece that you need to consider within this is whether or not you are offering the experience truly that that person wants. Because an example I love to give is if we're going to go shop maybe for a handbag, some people are going to be happy going down to like the mall and picking up something from JCPenney and other people are going to want to go down to, you know, the Louis Vuitton store and have that as their, as the bag that they're buying. And it's interesting that we sometimes forget that people have that innate desire within them on what they're wanting to buy. And when we're promoting our offers, if we're promoting an offer or a solution or the experience that's not aligned with that buyer, then it is going to feel like you're convincing because you're trying to promote something to somebody that doesn't want it. They might need a handbag, right? This in our example here, they may need a web designer, but they might want someone doing it for them instead of learning how to do it for themselves. Or they might want a luxury experience versus a more DIY simple experience. So this is something I really want you to consider as you are exploring how to start attracting the right people. Because as you're learning about your potential client, your you know ideal avatar, you want to identify what is it that they want? Do they want to learn it for themselves? Do they want someone else to do it for them? Do you have the ability to actually solve that problem for them? If you want to teach people to do something instead of building a business that does it for them, then be conscious of that and use that as part of the way that you communicate with people. So you understand that then you will be attracting the right people to you because you're communicating in a way that they can clearly understand that you are the solution for the problem that they have in the way that they want that solution delivered. And the third factor that I want you to consider is the timing of this alignment happening. And this is why it's so important that we are speaking to people at multiple stages of awareness and really communicating what it is that we offer, how we offer this in multiple ways at different periods of time, because that same person who maybe didn't understand that they needed a new website that they 
you know, that was not even on their radar. But you create content about the symptoms that they're experiencing and help them understand that the problems that they have actually would be benefited from a new website. That person is going to become more aligned with you, assuming that you are offering an offer that they have a need for. This is part of the challenge, I think, of entrepreneurship is we have this desire to help. We have this desire to serve people and are often impatient. I am totally guilty of this. Patience has always been something I've had a hard time with and I'm absolutely getting better at. But in the business world, we want to serve people. We want to help people. And doing some of this background work first takes a little bit of time, but then communicating to people at the different stages of awareness, making sure that we design offers that align with those people at the different ways that we can serve them. All of these things are really important and fundamental parts of making sure that you're attracting the right people into your business because then you are speaking to them in a way that truly, truly resonates. And the way that I want to help you tangibly look at your ideal client in a new way is it may feel a little bit backwards, but I encourage you to roll with me on this and complete this exercise and see if you gain any awareness of how you can start communicating with people in a different way. Because what we want to do is stop convincing people, stop feeling like we have to convince people and make sure that how we're communicating with them is attracting the right people to us. So the first thing I want you to do is get out, like I said, those piece of pieces of paper, index cards, open up a Word doc. We're going to actually write out the offers that you either currently have or are exploring to, to offer to people. And, you know, depends on which stage of business that you're in. You may have had offers out there for a long time, or you might be considering a new offer. And what I want you to do is start first with the offer. And for each offer, or just take one at a time, but write out the name or a name that you're making up for the best client that you have had for each of those offers. And this is really interesting. Naming the person is really powerful because it gives it a little bit more energy behind it. It gives it this reality that I didn't feel the first time I did this exercise way back when. And now having names for the people really makes them feel like real people that we're serving, not just a like business exercise that we're going through. When you write that out, I want you to write out how this person felt before and how this person felt after they experienced or received that offer that you put their name under. And it's really interesting. You can already tell this is a different approach to getting clarity on our ideal clients. And especially if you have had people go through offers and you've maybe had some good ones and some that are not as aligned, I would encourage you almost to do the same exercise for both your favorite client and your least favorite client. So you can maybe understand the differences between them. But when you're writing out how they felt before, how they felt after what they experienced, just really brain dump all of these things that they may have gone through when they experienced that offer. Now I want you to take it to that next step of yes, write out their demographics, write out how old they are, what you know about their life, maybe. And 
just put that on there because the stuff sometimes is valuable and sometimes it isn't, but we're going through this exercise anyway. So you might as well put all the information that we have. And I want you now to go to those first questions that I asked of what symptoms were they experiencing? What are the problems that they really had? Whether they knew it or not, it would be best if they knew it. But for some of us, it's easier, especially when you're an expert in what you do, for you to have a different word in your mind of what their problem is than what they think their problem is. And as we continue talking on the podcast and talk about messaging and all of these things, like we can figure out the right words, but we first need to understand what are those symptoms that they're experiencing? What are those problems? And then when we think about solution, it would be really interesting to write down what do they think the solution is? Maybe they don't have that yet. Maybe they do. But I want you just to really allow yourself to have this sort of free flow of writing exercise about the people that are within your offers, especially if you have had this offer out for a while and you've had good people that have gone through it and you've had people that have felt less aligned because that compare and contrast is going to give you such a powerful way to look at each of those offers. And the last thing that I want you to do after you've sort of brain dumped all of this out is just allow yourself to look at each of the offers, each of the people And using your human design authority is what I would 100% recommend is go through each of these and to see if anything stands out to you, see if anything, any individual type of person is more, feels more aligned. If anything stands out to you is not aligned, just allow yourself to look at your business from this perspective. You know, we often are designing out our offers and then go back to the ideal client to just sell it to them. But we never really think about designing that offer for them in a specific way. So now that you had the name of these offers and you've described this person, how they felt before, how they felt after, what their life sort of looks like, what their problems are, their you know, symptoms, all of these, all of these things that you wrote out, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just truly brain dump out everything you can think of. Imagine that you're that person. This is where it's so important that you wrote out a name for them and try to envision being that person and whether or not that offer that you have created is the right one for them. Does it truly serve them? And if it does, that's great, right? This gives us great information. And if maybe part of it does and you have to do some tweaking, that's going to give you some information or maybe it doesn't serve that person. And this is a two-way street, right? It's important that we're serving our clients and giving them what they need and desire. But also, you are the person out there doing the work, building the business, doing all of the things, delivering the service, and making sure that whatever that offer looks like aligns with that client and aligns with you. So it's possible that you maybe have an offer that you really love but can't think of a single client that has gone through it, that has been really aligned with it. And if that offer feels really great for you, then that tells you, you need to figure out how to find the right clients for it. And that we can talk about how we do that on different episodes. And something I do in my VIP days with clients in my programs, lots of different ways to approach that. But just this first stage of awareness of understanding whether your ideal client aligns with the offer's whether that all aligns with you 
is such an important piece of making sure that you design your aligned business, making sure that you are delivering services, delivering your packages, delivering your offers to the right clients, and ultimately communicating in a way that you're attracting the right people into your business. All right, friends, we have gone through a lot here. If I was going to give you any takeaways, I want you to really reflect on who is it that you're serving? What, how are you serving them? How does that align with who you are? How much do you understand truly about who they are? All of these things need to match. And if you've ever felt like you've been convincing someone of your value or that an offer is good or anything like that, something is out of alignment here. And I hope that this exercise going through these questions has really shown you how to explore this from a different perspective. And my encouragement for everyone always is to go back to your strategy and authority, ask yourself which piece here does not feel in alignment and trust yourself, trust yourself to make the tweaks that you need to, or to go all in, in the areas that feel the best for you. Because this is all about you designing that aligned business that you love so you can serve the people and do the good work that you're meant to do in this lifetime. And until next time, my friends, cheers to your success. Thanks for listening to the Design and Align Your Business podcast. I know your time and energy are valuable, and I deeply appreciate you spending some of it with me today. If you liked this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about how you can attract more clients into your business, download my free guide that helps you become a client magnet using your human design. Get all the details in the show notes and I can't wait to connect with you again.